everybody. Oh, it's so good to see you this morning. Hallelujah. It's beginning to see a few folks trickle in from vacation. It's good to have you back. It's good to see you back in the house of the Lord. Boy, we have had, can I give you a little bit of good news real quick? That sounded a little weak, but I'm going to try it anyway. A little bit of good news. Um, you know, we've been in, of course, the summertime. It's usually a downtime for most churches and most ministries, and, and, and rightfully so. It's not that it's wrong. It's just because a lot of people are on vacation, and a lot of times the ministry has to kind of slow down a little bit because most of the congregation is moving bits and pieces around and things are happening. But just to let you know, this summer, right here at New Harvest Church, while everything has kind of been scattered and people have been enjoying their time off, which is all good, and we celebrate that, but right in the midst of all that, I remember going, it was at the end of May or sometime in May, and one of our prayer services, I felt like God just spoke to me and said, it's going to be a summer of increase. And we just prayed over that and just kept declaring that and working with that and just kept leaning into it throughout our prayer times until we got to July. And of course, there weren't no prayer times in July. But just to let you know, we've had uh, 21 weeks uh, from, from about the end of April going into May, June, and July, and up until now, August, 21 weeks of services, and we've had 30 salvations right here at the altar in the summertime, in the summertime. And not only that, our youth has been going, our youth continues to go on, go on and it's been going on Wednesday nights, and I was talking to Pastor Corey, and uh, he told me, in the summertime, in the summertime here, a lot of ringing guys, if y'all can help me with this, I'm not sure what it is. In the summertime, right here, during the youth services, we've had 20 salvations in youth. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So that's like 50 people in the summertime. Oh, come on, somebody. You ought to give God praise for that. That's pretty awesome. That means that... Some of them were first time, some of them were rededications, but nevertheless, hell don't get them. Amen. So we just, we just celebrate that. I just feel like that's always worth noting. It's worth celebrating. And, of course, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've been preaching really hard right here. Uh, the last three or four Sundays here, me, just been preaching really hard in a certain direction on what God has been saying. And we just had tremendous services here. But I just want to let you know that God is at work. Amen. And there is so much that is happening and so many things that are moving. And uh, to the point that even during worship this morning, now this is where I'm, I just told Pastor Porter, this is where I have to like, I'm like in a struggle this morning. I'm in a real struggle because I, my dominant gift, I heard Pastor Tina say a while ago, she, she teaches prophetically and that's all true. My dominant gift is preaching. And, and, I, and that's what I do. That's, that's me. That's what I do. I preach. But I felt something in the atmosphere today in worship. I felt something. And I felt like there was a shift in the atmosphere, and it wasn't normal. It was like, it was like God was stamping something in the environment of our lives to let the devil know you may have come against them this way but you're going to have to flee this way. And, and I don't know who that's for, and I, I want, we're going to pray over that in just a moment because it, this is my struggle because, praise the Lord, because the mic is acting all up this morning, so I don't know what's going on with my mic, but, but the struggle that I'm having is I've, I've got this word on the inside of me that I want to preach so bad because I've spent a lot of hours in preparation, but now God's like flipped something on me in worship to release something prophetically over people's lives in prayer. Amen. Amen. And so, so now I'm in this, this, this dilemma to do what I want to do or do what God wants to do. And it really shouldn't be a no-brainer, but, but, but when you know you're burning to say something, then it's, it becomes a dilemma. So what I want to do this morning, I just felt this. I just felt this. And, and some of it, and I'll tell you in just a moment how it came about. But, uh, but just before I do that, I just, there's a couple things I want to recognize. Uh, first of all, uh, you met uh, Bismarck here the other day, last Sunday in church. 
he came to church Sunday with Pastor Tina, who's teaching at the middle school. He's all the way, all the way from Ghana. And then Paul came in, who's also teaching at the middle school. Paul, will you just stand up? Can we recognize you? That's Paul. He's from Ghana, too. So, like, now, now these brothers, and they're, they're brothers in Christ, so now they qualify for heaven because they come through Clilson and New Harvest. Hallelujah. So they get to go to heaven. Come on, can we praise God that they get to go to heaven? That's awesome. Yeah, God bless you guys. So good to have you guys again. And, uh, and, and last week, Chloe's here today. Chloe, Chloe Sage Murphy, she's right there. She, was, she got engaged last week. So there's Chloe. So... Praise the Lord. I mean, just so many good things are happening. So we just speak blessings over you, Chloe, and your new uh, adventure there and getting married. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, um, is, this, is this okay? I mean, y'all know me. Like, I'm, I'm like geared right now. I mean, I could, and y'all, y'all, my style is once I open up that Bible, I'm wide open, and we don't stop until it's over. But I feel this. And, and let, let me tell you what, what got in my spirit, because we were going to do this anyway, but what got in my spirit, and I had no idea until I got here this morning, um, I got a phone call, Karen and I got a phone call, or actually, uh, originally a text from Nancy uh, on Thursday afternoon, late Thursday. We, we'd all left the office pretty much the same time together on Thursday, and then Thursday evening, Nancy had reached out to us, and uh, Wayne had gone through a series of uh, uh tests for, for, for skin grafts and things like that, and the report came back that he has stage four melanoma cancer, and it's, that's, from what I understand, uh, Dr. Carroll can explain it better probably, but it's, it's, it's really, really severe because that's the s- stuff that gets in your bloodstream and it can spread throughout your body, and uh, so, you know, they're, they're making preparations to do what they got to do, and, and so I called Wayne. Thursday night, Karen had called Nancy, and we were, she was on the phone with Nancy, I was on the phone with Wayne, and man, I just felt this. I just felt like, ain't the devil a liar? See, that's pretty weak for those that ain't got no faith. I just like, oh man. And, and I didn't say this to Wayne, but he and I talked back and forth, and then we prayed together, and, uh, and, and then I just told Wayne, and we were in our conversation, we said, you know what, I mean, I could have gone over there Thursday night, I could have gone over there Friday and Saturday, and, but, you know, when we were talking, we said, you know what, the Bible says in James chapter 5, if there's anyone sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church, and let them pray the prayer of faith, and they shall save the sick. So this morning, we're just going to get some of the elders here, of course, Wayne and Nancy are elders, so you get to pray for yourself. <laughs> And so we're going to pray over them and, and release healing. This is what I know. This is, what, this is a moment right here. We're in a moment. And it's not just over Wayne. I told Wayne in the back room, I said, Wayne, something got released in me Thursday night when he and I were talking. And I didn't realize the magnitude of it until I got here. And I felt something in the atmosphere because I believe God wants to release healing over many people. And I was thinking about this a couple days ago after Wayne and I had talked. How many know that every situation that comes against your life unexpectedly, this is what Pastor Tina was saying, there's some things that you see or some things that you know that's going to happen. There's some things that happen that's beyond your ability to control. You have have no say-so in the matter. But how many know that every situation that comes against your life, every attack, every work of the enemy, it's always an opportunity for all of us to give God praise in it. The Bible says in Psalms 23, verse number 4 and 5, the Bible says that, And thou hast prepared a table before me. In the presence of my enemies. So, so in, in the midst of the craziness that's going on in my life, God sets me down in the middle of the attacks, in the middle of the reports, in the middle of the negativity, 
and he puts me right in front of the enemy's face because the table is the place of intimacy, it's the place of fellowship, it's the place of dining, it's the place of nourishment. So God sets me right in the face of my enemy and it's almost as to say to the enemy, I'm going to let you see how good I can be against every attack you're bringing against the one that I love. And right there, right there in the middle of the enemy's attacks, God lets us see how good he can be. And he makes sure that the devil don't miss the goodness of God in the middle of the craziness. See, and I believe there's people in this room. I'm telling you, I'm way, off, I'm, way, I'm way off sync right here. I mean, I got a word over here, but I'm releasing what's in here right now. I got a word right here. I'm I'm I would preach you in a coma today if I, if I could get this word out. I'm feeling that. I'm telling you, that word right there, oh, my Lord. It, ca it got birth in prayer meeting on Tuesday night when, when the layman at the gate called beautiful. Oh, Lord, you should have been. We had about 60 people here Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. But, but. But we, 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 get, we get attacked, we, we, we get bombarded, we get unexpected news, we get a report that we didn't see coming, and that is not the opportunity to begin to question everything that God's put on the inside of you. In fact, in fact, it says, he has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemy, Next verse, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. It's like God letting the enemy know that you can attack, but you don't win. You can throw your best shot. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down. So it's what I'm thinking about in the battle that determines the victory that I get to walk in. So the enemy's coming in, and, and I felt, of course, over, over Wayne, we're going to pray. But maybe there's some others in here. And it may be a healing, a physical healing. It might be an emotional healing. It could be whatever. But there need, there's a healing. That needs to flow. And anytime God either leads you or allows you to get into a circumstances that are beyond your control, it's not for your defeat. It's punishment to the devil. Did you hear what I just said? The Bible says in Luke chapter 4 that Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. It wasn't so that Jesus would be defeated by the devil. It was so that the devil could be punished. Because God is going to bring victory into your life. You say, how can you say that so, like, like confidently and with all boldness? It's because that's what the Holy Ghost does. And so, you know, like, cancer is not a threat. That's right. Cancer is an assignment. We rebuke you. Yes. Yes. And, and, and when you pray, when you pray, when you pray for whatever, I, I prayed for people with just needed a headache, healed. Or I prayed for people that were dead that needed to be raised. And I've seen both happen. And everything in between. So when you pray, you're not, you, don't, you don't pray nicely to sickness and disease. We're not asking it to leave. Come on, come on. We're commanding it to go. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's trespassing. It's trespassing. So you don't, you don't deal with it kindly. You put some faith on it. And you say, you don't get to stay here. You don't get to operate here. You don't get to manifest here. And if we're going to fight, we might as well roll up our sleeves and fight. But I want you to know, devil, by the end of the day, you're going to look like a mess. I'll clap for myself. I mean it. And I feel this today, and I'm, I promise you, I mean, I've already sent my notes. The guys got my, got my notes. They know. I, I, I can I, 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 I wear that thing out today. But God shifted something, and I just want to follow that. And if we got time, we're like, if it's like five minutes to 12, then I'll preach. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
But can, I, can, we, can we as a church just take a moment and obey God? I, I wrote this down in my notes. I don't know if it'll make sense to you. Um, it was from Tuesday night. Let me see if I can find it in my notes. I told a story about a, um, it's a true story. I really feel awkward because I can't get to where I want to go the way I want to. But I shared it on uh, Tuesday night at the prayer. I think it just makes sense to say it again. It's a true story that I actually, I heard back when Karen and I were away. I heard Bill Johnson tell the story, and then I went back and researched it because I just wanted to find the facts about it. I just didn't, I, I knew what, if he said it, it was true. I didn't think he was misfeeding information. But I wanted to go back and hear the facts, and he tells a story about a pilot, a test pilot that was in the UK that was taking a brand new plane up to test fly it because he was a test pilot, and he wanted to see the organization of the plane wanted to see how good it would handle. So it was a brand new plane. It had never flown. And so you had this test pilot. He gets into the cockpit of the plane, which is, if you know anything about jets, this was a jet. It had minimum space to move around in. And when the pilot took off, he got up to a certain elevation, and then he got literally up into the clouds, probably 30 or 40,000 feet up into the clouds, and he was just cruising. And, and he heard something inside the cockpit that was not a normal sound. And so he's, he's strapped in, you know, he's all strapped in and he can't move much. And he's looking around because he keeps hearing this noise. He, he, in, in the story, he literally takes his helmet off because he hears something that just don't make no sense. And he finally looks down, down there by his feet, up in the wiring harnesses of the plane, there's a rat chewing on one of the main wires that controls the, 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 the engine, the panel of the, of the cockpit to the engine. And the pilot knew that, that he didn't have time to circle back around because he'd already been cruising for minutes, maybe, maybe a lot of minutes. And he didn't have time to come back to the airport to make an emergency landing because he could see what the rat was chewing on and he got really nervous that I wouldn't even make it back before the rat had severed the wires and then the plane would just literally fly out of control and he would be, he'd have to eject or be killed or whatever. So what he does is, instead of trying to make the emergency landing anywhere or go back, he begins to take the plane up to another elevation. Yeah. Because the pilot had an oxygen mask on and the rat did not. So he took the plane where he could survive, but not the rat. How I many you know sometimes you just got to go a little higher than the rat that's messing with your life? And, and, and what most Christians do, we try to circle back and land the plane to save the rat. I ain't trying to save a rat. I'm trying to let the devil know you about to get an eviction. You about to get kicked up out of here for real. So I just think we just need to go a little bit higher. Come on, push on somebody and tell them you got to go just a little bit higher. Come on, I mean really push on them and tell them you got to come up. You got to come up. You got to get up just a little bit higher because up there is where your enemy cannot live. Up there is where your enemy cannot dwell. Up there is where your tax will not exist. And I just believe in this place, in the next few moments, God is about to release some supernatural activity over people's lives. I don't care how you came in. I don't care how much you hate being here right now or how you feel inside. I'm just trying to tell you, we serve a God that still heals. We serve a God that's a God of a breakthrough. We still serve a God that he is more than enough. And I believe over the next few moments, something is about to break over your life. Come on, if you believe that, shout yes. No, I mean, if you really believe it, shout yes. Because God is a healer. He's a healer. He's a miracle 
worker. He's a rat killer. (laughs) I started to call this sermon, if it was a sermon, what I was working on last night. Can't no rats live here. (laughs) Years ago, Jesse DePlantis preached a message called, One More Night with the Frogs. One more night with the frogs. Everything's about to change. So let's do this. I want to ask Wayne if he would come and Nancy. I want to ask Pastor Mark, Pastor Kim, the elders. I don't know, Doc and Cindy, uh, Susie. If you guys would just stand right there. Karen, if you would help me right here, baby, get the oil. We're going, we're going to anoint him. Woo, I feel this. Oh, my Lord, I feel this. Hallelujah. We get to watch God work. The um, we're gonna pray over Wayne, obviously. The but if you need a breakthrough of healing, spiritually, physically, emotionally, wherever that lies in your life, or maybe you're just stuck in a moment that you cannot break out of, there's a release that's about to take place. So. Listen, don't, 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 if, if you wait, I won't pray. I promise you I won't pray because there's an anointing now and I'm not trying to linger this thing out. But I won't count to three and you say, you know what, that's me. I'm going to jump up in this prayer line. I don't care who's looking. I don't care who's taking notes. I'm about to jump up in here because I need something. On the count of three, you better be moving. One, two, three. Come on. Just stand right here. Just be standing right here. Just be standing right here. Come on. I know, I, see, see, the Holy Ghost knows what he's doing. There's people coming because you know you, because God is speaking to your life. He's speaking to your life. He's speaking to your life. Now, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to anoint, I'm going to anoint Wayne, and the elders are going to pray. And then I'm going to take this same anointing oil, and I'm going to put it on the elders, and they all going to help us pray. And we're just going to go down. I wrote these during worship, these scriptures right here. Let me get them out. If I can find them. I wrote these scriptures down during worship. Healing. Healing is not something that I'm trying to get. Healing is something that I already possess. I'm not trying to get God to do something because he's already done it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to line my life up with what heaven has already released. Healing has already been released. Breakthrough has already been released. I'm not trying to get it. I've already got it. And so many times, the enemy gets us focused at the table on him rather than the one who's dining with us at the table. And so many times we're in the middle of those moments, in the middle of those circumstances, in the middle of that news, and the enemy's just rehearsing, regurgitating all the bad, and we put our focus on him because God said, I prepared a table in the midst of your enemies. So the enemy is there and you can't do nothing about it other than not let him get in you. But what we have to do is we have to fight the focus. Because if we don't fight the focus, we'll, be, we'll, we'll, we'll lean more to what the enemy is saying versus what God has already done. And we end up placating to the enemy's reports versus God's report. But I believe today is a moment. Hallelujah. Whew. Hallelujah. This is a moment. This is a moment. So we're going to pray, and then these elders are going to help us pray. And we're just going to pray. And if you're out there in the congregation, please don't get bored. Please participate. Participate. You can come up here if you want to. You can come and pray with somebody if you know them. Just join us. Let's, let's just, let's just maybe for the next 15 or 20 minutes, it won't be long, but let's just turn this moment into a healing center where the presence of God begins to invade. Amen. Hallelujah. I've got some oil on my hand. We're going to pray. Everybody stretch your hands towards Wayne right here. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. 
So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I come against every symptom. I come against every attack. I come against every strategy of the enemy. Lord, cancer is not of you. Cancer is not of heaven. Cancer was birthed out of the pits of hell. So, Father, right now, we take authority over cancer. We take authority over that bloodstream in the name of Jesus. It will not spread. It will not, be, it will not become a rapid spreader. But, Lord, we curse it and we cancel it and we drive it out at its roots right now in the name of Jesus. It will not have its way over this body. Lord, you have raised up Wayne Haskew for such a time as this. You brought him into the kingdom. Lord, not to be surrendered to a disease, but Lord, so that he could be fruitful and multiply even in his old age. So, Father, we just thank you. So, Father, I release healing now to flow through his body. I release healing to flow through every fiber of his bloodstream. Lord, I speak to that blood count in the name of Jesus. You will line up. I speak to those blood cells. You will line up in the name of Jesus. And I curse, I curse the work of the enemy and I break its grip and I break its power right now in the name of Jesus. And we release healing, healing. The bomb of Gilead, the bomb of Gilead just begins to flow. It flows through his body in the name of Jesus. I come against every tactic of the enemy, every confusion of his mind, every lie in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just release that now in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, I'm going to lay hands on these elders, these elders right here. Lord, I lay hands on them. Lord, I lay hands. They've been anointed. 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 So, Father, right now over this house, over this body, we begin to release the anointing power of God to flow, to flow freely, to flow unrestricted now in the name of Jesus. Wayne, I call you healed. I call you by his stripes. You are the healed of the Lord. You are the healed of the Lord, and your body will respond accordingly in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody just give him praise. Come on, just give him praise for that. Amen. 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 We're just going to just work. I'm going to work it for a minute. Just raise your hand if you need physical healing, if you just need physical healing right there. You guys see their hands up? AJ, I see you right there. Dwayne. Come on, I need the elders. Look at the hands that are up. Come on, find somebody. Be moving. Let's find somebody. They got their hands up. I'm coming to you. Keep your hand up. We're going to pray for physical healing. It's a physical. It's a physical manifestation that's coming to your body, that's coming to your life right now in the name of Jesus. All those others that you can be praying for anybody right now, but we're, I won't get to you. Just let, let's get to these ones that need a physical healing in their body. In the name of Jesus. So, Father, right now, we come against every attack, every disease, every diagnosis. Lord, we come against whatever the enemy meant for harm that you're about to turn it around, and you're going to bring good out of it. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I curse sickness. I curse disease. I curse it at its roots. I break its grip. And I break its power. I break its influence. It may have had an attachment, but it does not get to stay. It may have come, but it does not have to stay. In the name of Jesus. So, Father, we release the healing power of God. Come on, let's just worship while we pray right here. We're going to worship while we pray. The healing power of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That healeth thee. And I am the Lord, thy healer. You slept your word and healed your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. And I am the God that healeth thee. And I am the Lord, your healer. I sent my word and healed your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. I am the God, I am the God that healeth thee. And I am the Lord, your healer. And I sent my word and healed your disease. 
hands and I am the Lord your healer you are and you are the God that healeth me and you are the Lord my healer and you sent your word and healed your disease and you are the Lord my healer and you are the God that healeth me and you are the Lord my healer and you sent your word and healed my disease and you are the Lord my healer and you are the God that healeth me and you are the Lord my healer and you sent your word and healed my disease and you are the Lord my healer I am the God that healeth thee I am the Lord your healer and I sent my word and healed your disease and I am the Lord your the God that he led thee and I am the Lord your healer and I sent my word and I healed the disease oh I am the Lord your healer yes you are yes you are and you are the God that healeth me. And you are the Lord, my healer. And you sent your word and healed my disease. You are the Lord, my healer. the God that he left me you are the Lord my healer oh yes you are you sent your word and healed my disease you are the Lord my healer cause sickness can't stay You are the God of all power, and it is your will, and it is your will that my life is healed. Oh, the sickness can't stay any longer because your perfect love is casting out fear. Oh, it's all because that you are the God of all power. And it is your will that my life is healed. Because healing is here. It's right here in the room. Healing is here. Yes, it is. And healing is here, I believe, and I believe it. 
Look to you, my rock, my healer. I trust in you. I reach my hands, I reach my hands to the heavens. I lift my eyes where my help comes from. And I look to you, my rock, my healer. I trust in you. I trust in you, because healing is here. Healing is here. Yes, it is. Healing is here. It's in the room. Oh, here. I believe and I believe it. Oh, cause healing is here right here, right now. Yes, it is. That healing is here. my hands to the heavens and I lift my eyes to where my help comes from and I look to you my rock my healer I trust in you I trust is in you alone I reach my hands I reach my hands to the heavens and I lift my eyes to where my help comes from and I look to you, my rock, my healer, I trust in you. And so we declare that sickness can't stay.
Nothing is impossible for 
gave your life to Jesus, Darrell? Is that right? Is, yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Darrell, is this your first time here? God bless you, young man. God bless you. Your best days are ahead of you. Your best days are ahead of you. Come on, can we rejoice somebody right there? Darrell gave us life to Jesus. I don't know what Jeffrey's doing. Jeffrey's been bringing all these football players from Belglade. He's trying to give them advantage over Cluston. Bringing all these boys from Belglade, getting them saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Cluston's going to have to tighten up. <laughs> Amen. I know Jeffrey's been bringing a lot of those boys to youth on Wednesday nights. And just, I ain't no raider, but if they've given their life to Jesus, it'll make me lean that way anyway. <laughs> Amen. 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 Darrell, God bless you. 
I saw Ethan back there. Ethan, where you at? Ethan, there's Ethan Richdale right there. He gave his life to Jesus last Sunday morning right there. Amen. God bless you, Ethan. It's good to see you back, man. It's good to see you back. Marina came up to Karen and I a while ago. She had some reports done on her liver and some things that were happening in her liver. She went back and they can't find nothing. Thank you, Lord. Can't find nothing. Thank you, Lord. Can't find nothing. Can't find nothing. Oh, my Lord. You know, and th this right here, this is not the abnormal. This is the normal. This is the life of the Spirit right here. That's what this is. This is the life of the Spirit. Healing, salvations, breakthroughs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. And I would encourage you, if, if you have a praise report or a testimony, and many of you do, on those offering envelopes or however you want to, you can email us at the church or email me. My, all my information's out there. Email Grace at the office. You can get that information. Please tell us about what God is doing. Yes. The Bible says we overcome him, meaning the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So there's something that happens when we begin to share what God is doing. Amen. So just, just you know, if he, he, if he heals a hangnail, say it. Just say it. Just say it like like. Because what God does is, again, he puts us in the presence of our enemies so that every time something happens, we begin to say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. And what it does, it just, it drives the devil's nuts. Because he's dishing out everything he's got, but you sitting up there with a bowl of prosperity, Come on. beans of abundance. <laughs> Kool-Aid. I mean, I don't know what y'all drink. I don't know. There's all kind of stuff going on. I'm just saying that's what God does. We're never exempt from hard times and troubles and battles. As long as you're breathing, you're going to be attacked. It's always going to happen. The issue is not are we going to be attacked. The issue is can we learn how to warfare against the attack. The enemy comes, but he don't have to stay. Amen. So we're just driving this stuff out. Wow. Well, I never knew it would be like this today. I was, y'all want to open up your Bibles while you're standing? <laughs> I mean, we could really like jump on this like right now. I saw some of y'all roll your eyes like, well, I hope you don't trip going out. I just pray you'll be all right. Now I'm just playing. I'm totally having fun. Totally having fun. Just pray. Uh, I didn't do this a while ago. Just not trying to draw any more attention, but uh, my wife has been really, sick this week and, and she's got some, some things coming up that she's got some uh, reports that she's got to go and do with the doctors and things probably next week we're working on some of that I'm just declaring healing over her body healing healing over her body just just things that have surfaced and just that, that's not it's, it's alarming but, but he's a healer amen 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 I, my greatest strength of inspiration comes through her. And she's always an encouragement. And, 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 and she just like, she, she won't, I mean, we can't watch nothing at our house no more. I was like, I'm in this like three-year coma for watching anything on TV. She said, no, you ain't watching that too much. They say this, they say that. Forget the news. The news don't even come on our house no more. I got to read it on my phone. She's like guarding our house. She's been doing this for three years now. Guarding our house, guarding our language. <laughs> Garden me. <laughs> and, and I know the enemy's just trying to attack her. You know, and that's how he works. If he can't get to you, he go to your spouse. You know, if he can't go to your spouse, he goes to your children. You know, I know Vanessa's at home today. She's not, she's sore throat, coughing, all that good stuff, or bad stuff. And, and I just, I text her and say, hey, baby, we're going to believe God. I, I just, you know, it's, it's wise. You don't need to come and spread all that, but, but you just stay home. But don't stay sick. Now, some of y'all use all kinds of excuses to stay home. I'm just talking about when you really don't need to be here. Just, I'm coming to a place in my walk with God that nothing else matters 
everything that the enemy does is inferior to him. And when there is any kind, and over you, over this house, over our projects, over the ministry, the advancement of the vision, we, I get negative reports all day long throughout the day. Y'all know we don't live in a bubble, right? I hear it. We face it. But I have come to a resolve in my own spirit that everything that's against the knowledge of the Word of God is inferior. And I'm not going to let it live in my environment. told you a couple weeks ago with some things that we've been working on. Uh, in fact, the building that we got that's coming for the old Sunny's property, it's being dismantled right now. It's being taken down. That's started. That's started. I made a mistake on Tuesday night. I said we had a meeting with the county Wednesday. It's actually this Wednesday. So we just get that through so we can push that building out there. It's going to be amazing. It's going it's to bless this city. In the process, I'm working on moving forward with our brand new church facilities it's going to be really amazing it's going to bless the whole region it's going to bless the whole region so there's a lot going on I know school starts this week for many campuses we just speak over our schools we speak over every school in Henry County, Glades County Palm Beach County Lord, all those schools that are connected to our region, Lord, we just thank you for an amazing year, a fantastic year, a year of education, Lord, a year of no violence, no crime. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let the enemy, let the enemy deal with the blood. When he comes to our schools, let him have to go through the blood. Lord, the blood has been drawn. So, Father, right now we pray over every teacher, every faculty, every staff, every principal. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, they would administrate, they would lead, they would guide. Lord, teachers would teach. Father, we just come against every trick of the enemy, every scheme of the enemy, every operation of the enemy that would try to just disrupt our school systems. Lord, we pray for safe students, safe students all year long. And we just give you thanks for that, and we just give you praise for that. Let this be the best year ever. Let this be the, come on, somebody get in agreement. Let this be the best year ever. Best year ever. Best year ever. And just so you'll know that we ain't making all this stuff, Emily came to me a while ago at the altar, and she said, she said, while we were worshiping, did you say worship? While we were worshiping, she said angels were all moving all around in the building. I don't know if you think that's spooky or flighty, but I'm telling you, I can feel when, when, God, when God begins to breathe. I just feel it. So, and and she, she's got an, an amazing gift where she's able to see into different dimensions, but it's all, we, we keep it in check. It's not crazy. It's not flaky. I don't believe in flakiness. I don't believe in craziness. I don't do that. Y'all know that. Been here long enough to prove that. I don't even have to say that. You get flaky, we don't even give you attention. Don't, we don't do that. There's, there's, you, don't have to, you don't have to fake anything about God. But she said, I saw angels. I'm telling you, it's probably about the time I felt a shift in the environment of the atmosphere. I felt something shift. And now we know why. So, Father, today we release healing over your people. Seal the word. Seal it in their hearts. Seal it in their life. And, Lord, we thank you and we give you praise. Okay. Right, we're going to pray for Steve Walker. We didn't know, I didn't know this. Steve, he's got some heart issues. We're going to pray for him. Come on. Well, you got something? I didn't mean to, I saw you at the altar, but I didn't get a chance to get to you. Lord, we pray over Steve Walker. Lord, he's a covenant. He's a covenant son of this house. Lord, we come against the attack on his body. Lord, in the name of Jesus, raise him up, make him whole. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you for it. We speak healing over every fiber of his being. In Jesus' name. 